0: Beginning Odd Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the fumbling through shit against the Odd Dad Out and this is a show where I share my twisted little stories and ramblings about whatever the hell is going on in my life. I share some weird news stories that I just feel like making fun of. And I tell you about a podcast that I think you should check out because I just like sharing the things that I like. What can I say? I'm a giver. <laughs> oh, man, how are you doing? How you doing out there, you wonderful people, person, whoever you are, you could be a dog listening. I don't know. So the main, the big holidays are over with exception to New Year's because some people it's just still considered a really big holiday. For me, it's just kind of the day after my birthday. Don't care. Um, well, I guess I get the day off of work, so I guess that bonus, but yeah, (laughs) that's about it. New Year's, man, no big deal. Anyway. So, you know, being a, a, a father of four, regardless of the holiday, you know, I've said before, we don't celebrate Christmas, air quotes. We don't celebrate Christmas as Christmas. We celebrate Yule. Yule is a big, long thing. But for the most part, a lot of this, the same traditions apply. There's, you can still put up a tree, there's still a big meal lots of celebration, we still give gifts, a a lot of the same stuff. So, you know, naturally, we did our big feast on Sunday because I was off of work, and again, I'm lazy. I I said it before, I gave my entire big turkey dinner uh, spiel over Thanksgiving. I made the exact same meal short of, I didn't make stuffing from scratch this time. I just used box stuffing. Sue me. But all that aside, we did, you know, we, we gave out presents, and of course, my parents sent stuff for the boys. And you know, the standard, they all got new hoodies and things like that because, well, they needed them. Um, <laughs> of course, because they didn't ask sizes before they ordered things. So they ended up sending stuff that was generally too big, which I mean it works because. I'd rather it be too big and they can grow into it than too small and it's useless. So that's fine. And then, you know, we did our shopping last minute, like literally it was probably Sunday, Monday night of last week when we were sitting there, like going through Amazon ordering stuff and hoping it was going to make it on time for us to be able to wrap everything, which was fortunate because I ended up getting Saturday night off of work. Like I said, we did everything on Sunday just because I was supposed to be off my normal day off. Um, and so we did all of our wrapping and everything on Sunday or Sunday, Saturday night, and then did everything Sunday morning. And for some reason, my wife, who never wants to get out of bed in the morning and usually wants to sleep in when the boys woke up at five o'clock, she wanted to get up. I'm like, what? Who are you? And what the hell have you done with Rihanna? Because she never wants to get out of bed and you want to get up at 5.30 in the damn morning to unwrap presents. The hell. But we did all of our stuff. Well, one of the things that kind of you run into as a parent when, you, you know, there's certain things when you don't want to get your kids, like we don't give our kids violent toys. We don't give them toy guns. Um, there's a lot of toys. We just don't, eh, they're annoying. But we kind of want to give them You know, we we have that case where if you give one kid something, well, what if the other ones get jealous? What if they like that thing too? And they end up fighting over a toy. Well, there's this puzzle thing that I think one of my sisters had. Can't remember which one had it because it was one of those things where it showed up at a family get together and everybody was passing it around kind of thing. But it's called a perplexus if you've ever seen these things, it is basically like a three-dimensional maze. Usually they're inside of a a ball. There's some of them that are different shapes. There's a Harry Potter one. There's a, there's a Death Star one. Um, there's one that's like a really weird, it's almost like a football-y type shape. But these things, you basically, the goal of it basically is there's a little ball, like a little ball bearing. You have to maneuver this thing through the tracks And the different little obstacles, there's stairs and there's ramps and there's different maneuvers and drop through holes and off this little step onto this thing and all these different things you have to do. And the goal is move the ball from point, you know, from starting point to the end. And the end is about in the, in the standard one, it's about a hundred moves away without dropping the ball naturally. Well, we're like this thing is cool. We know the boys would like this. Well, we can't just get one of the boys this thing. We can't. It's just not going to work. They'll fight over it. It's just going to be a whole big mess. Like, well, fine. And it turned into this whole they have a ton of these things. They have a ton of variations of this. So, we ended up getting the standard perplexus, which is like the original 100 you know puzzle maze. The Perplexus Epic which is 125, and dear God, is that thing hard? Apparently, there are people that have done it, but apparently, the guy who created the Perplexus still hasn't completed the epic, at least at the time of the like interview where he said that he probably has by now. Whatever. For Bug, we actually got what's called the Perplexus Mini, and it's more like a in a, in a tube. We got the Mini Twist or Mini Spiral, whatever it is, where it's basically your. It's an endless thing. It doesn't have necessarily have a beginning or end. You can start on either end of it. And the goal is to get it, the ball back and forth across the course of the, the the track and you're going basically like you have to flip this thing over and back and tilt and back and to complete it, to really, to complete the whole thing, you'd have to go back and forth across this thing four times to actually complete all of the obstacles in, in the loop. And it is a bitch. And it's so simple, but it's a bitch and a half because of the whole fact that it's like you lose your perspective because of where you are. And I mean, these things are crazy. And, but we also, and then we got Sam because we can't get something for all. We got all four of them a different perplexus. For Sam, we got what is the world's smallest perplexus. And it is basically the original, but it's about the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> and, so basically since Sunday, we have all, like all of us, everybody, been passing these things around. And it was it was the craziest thing. All the whole house on Sunday was damn near silent for most of the morning. Because the boys were all you just hear is plink, 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 plink as the boys are sitting there. With these balls all focused, except for Sam, he wasn't so much interested in it other than it being a ball. <laughs> it's a ball. All he cares is throw the ball. That's why we got the little one. <laughs> it's, like it's about the size of a ball. If worse comes to worse, if he doesn't like it, it's still a ball. Incidentally, that one's tricky as hell because it's T-tiny. It, it's, it's taking this thing that's normally about the size of a soccer ball and shrinking it down to the size of a tennis ball with all of the same obstacles. It's tricky. Well... Brianna actually managed to master the tiny little one for some reason. Couldn't do it on the big one, but she did it on the little one. And now we're we're both. I haven't, but I haven't spent as much time with it. But we've all spent all this time just sitting there, plink, 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 spinning these things, just uber focused. This thing will take your life away from you. If I didn't retreat back here to studio space to work on editing stuff and work on recording stuff, I would not, (laughs) I would be sitting there, with all of these perplex eye, <laughs> we have a plethora of perplex eye. <laughs> we determined that would, that we don't know if that's the singular or the plural, but you know, when it's called a perplexus, you need a funny name to go along with it as well. But man, we've just got, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're just everywhere. And yeah, the boys got other stuff too. They all got, you know, standard, they got new shoes, they got, they got uh, pillows, they got. He said they got some clothes. Um, they got some toys from my parents. But really, the big thing, and we were kind of surprised by it. We didn't think that the boys were going to be that excited by these things. But I think it's the fact that they're cool looking, for one. They're cool looking and they they get your attention. They force you to focus on this thing and really, you, you can't screw around. You just be quiet and you just like, twist this here. And oh my God. The fact that, this thing gets so frustrating. They're so frustrating. My wife literally, she's just sitting there on the couch, and you just hear "God damn it!" out of nowhere, and then you she's just, just going like, get the feeling. You're like, you like, just hear a planking, and yeah, that's really that's like you know, now. it's just gonna hit you. It's so funny because she's she's sitting there and she's been tackling the epic one for a while. She has no patience. For the little spiral one. I think I've I think she got through it once, all the way through once. I think I've gotten through it once. It's tricky. It's just tricky. That's just it. It's funny though. <laughs> it's just so funny because she's so aggravated by it. And you just hear her getting so frustrated over in the corner. It's hilarious. But it's really fun, just everybody just getting to have fun with it, really. I think that's really the thing because. It's just been fun. It's been fun that we're all sharing in this thing for one. And then we just all get to have fun with this whole, like this, this weird puzzle thing. And everybody's into it and everybody's trying the different ones. And we're all trying, you know, the Epic one and the regular one and the little twisty one. And bug is even trying the big one. I mean, they're rated. Yeah. Ages. I think they're rated. Eight and up for the big ones and then the smaller ones are six, six and up. They're still, they're, they're fucking hard. (laughs) They are just hard, but it's so fun. And I would have not, I never would have thought that this crazy little puzzle ball would have become the star prize. You know, the, the big star gift this year, I really honestly thought it would have been something more like, you know, my, my parents got one of the boys, a Jurassic park drone, Um, they got some Beyblade stuff, you know, and they all like those toys, but those are like the big thing you don't necessarily play with all the time, but they can just sit there with the perplexes and just work on that and focus. And i was like, this is nice. This is a good idea. And we started looking at more of them and there, there's a ton of these things. Like I said, there's a Harry Potter one. There's a death star one. There's, there's a ton of these things of different designs and you know, I, I'm curious to try more of them, but also, man, the ones we have are hard enough. I don't think I want to, you know, try and wrap my head around some of these other ones. Some of these other ones are just, no, this is, this is too much. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun though. And I, I'm so excited and I'm, I'm seriously, I'm probably going to spend way too much time with these things. I need to get myself some more work to keep myself occupied so I'm not burying myself in the the sea of perplexi. (laughs) But I think I'm going to take a break. (laughs) I'm going to get more coffee, play some promos, and I will be right back with the news. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember: whisper, fuckface. It's not rocket science. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. From your own- Check out Who's Right with Doug and Anthony. We got it. <laughs> Just days before an SUV carrying a family of eight plummeted from a cliff in Northern California. <laughs> this is something I can rally around. You know, because I am anti-dead hooker. I am. <laughs> Me too. If, if I, I like th- my hookers alive. <laughs> that sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't want to edit this. If you want to edit this shit, then go ahead. But I there's, just take out the shit that will get, will get me fired. If I, were to, if I were to say that word, that, that word. would be what our podcast would be known for. We've been doing this for 70 episodes. That'd be it. Our, our, we are racist. And you would be dragged right down with me. We no, are I would be there fighting the power, man. <laughs> I would prove the critics wrong and, and catch the jungle fever. From that logic, if you follow that out, I can make fun of of mentally handicapped people all I want as long as I don't call them a certain word. Right. That's not, that's not the... <laughs> no, right. not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the lesson that I would teach my kids. <laughs> Just don't make fun of mentally handicapped people. <laughs> I think you pretty much got the gist of it. You're, you're a shitbag. <laughs> <clears throat> Check out Who's Right at Podcast.com. I'm wrong, you're right. Hey, everybody, this is Mike Jolitz here. You are listening to Nice Guy Adam on the Odd Dad Out Show. I love this show. Bullshit from the news. That's right, kiddies. I have a full news segment today because, like I always say, I don't plan these things, they just kind of fall in my lap this way. And I just couldn't help but take this one. It really just kind of, you know, when the stories just kind of line up, I just had to go with it. So, starting off, <laughs> let's follow this little chain. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this. I have zero agenda in this. I'm not, I'm not taking. I'm gonna just say it right now. All of the news stories. Follow a theme of guns. They all follow guns, and gun. a couple of them follow gun buyback programs. I'm not here to talk about any agenda. I'm not going to spin this any way. I'm just going to point out the fact that these stories in and of themselves are kind of humorous. You might not see them that way, but it's not your show. Alright, <laughs> starting off, <laughs> man uses taped up NES gun. To rob banks. Yeah. A man in Mexico used an old NES zapper toy. If you are familiar, that's the gun that you would use when you'd play duck hunt, uh, wrapped in electrical tape to rob as many as 15 banks. So yeah, long story short guy, you know, because that thing was bright orange. Um, I guess the original, original, they were gray and they realized, Oh, this kind of looks too much like a regular, like a real gun. It doesn't, it looks like a laser gun, but a guy you know, was like, Oh, we'll change the color. So they made it bright orange. Well, this guy decided, Oh, well let's fix that. I'm going to wrap the entire thing in electrical tape. And apparently it looked enough like a regular gun that people in Mexico in these banks and like, again, up to 15 banks, um, believed it, believed it was a real gun. And he was able to rob 15 banks using a you know old school like 1980s era nintendo it's like seriously dude that thing's probably worth some money on its own never mind robbing banks it, the thing is worth some cash <laughs> they're not that common like now because I mean, it's like god that's like a 30 40 year old toy and you're using it to rob banks what the hell dude but shit <laughs> of course if you were in new york that might have gotten taken up Moving right along. <laughs> New York Town holds toy gun buyback program to change gun culture. Again, I'm not putting any spin on this. So, in an attempt to change Americans' culture of using guns, one New York Town has started a program to buy back toy guns in exchange for other toys. They feel that if they get the kids to stop using toy guns, that they won't be inclined to use real guns when they're adults. I don't know about this. I guess there's, there's no evidence one way or the other. I understand what they're doing. It's still a little silly. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, they're toy guns. You wanted kids to turn in their super soakers and their Nerf guns. They're toys, guys. They're just toys. Let the kids shoot each other with water guns. What else are you going to do? And it was like, yeah, it, it's, it's the summer. And I yeah, it's New York and maybe not get as hot as it does in Phoenix, but come on. It's a water gun. You're not, I, I honestly personally don't think you are going to change the gun culture in the country by taking away squirt guns and, and nerf blasters. I don't, sorry. I'm not going to, other than that, that's all I'm saying about it. I just personally think it's kind of a s- silly idea. But, (laughs) speaking of gun buyback programs, (laughs) going from Nerf guns in New York (laughs) to a rocket launcher in Baltimore. Baltimore takes in rocket launcher during a gun buyback program. (laughs) During a recent gun buyback event, somebody actually arrived and turned in A rocket launcher. Rocket launcher. It was unloaded, which is good, I guess. I mean, all things considered, I don't know if I'd rather it be loaded or unloaded, because if it's unloaded, that means maybe they fired this thing somewhere. (laughs) Or they just picked it up from somewhere. Either way, uh, authorities are now working, like the local police and sheriffs are now working with the military and, and Department of, of Defense, and the, all those places that would be able to help in this situation, to figure out where the hell it came from. Because I don't know about you, I can't just walk into a, a gun shop and buy a rocket launcher. I'm pretty sure that's not legal for you to have anywhere. So I, you got to figure where did the hell did this come from? Even if it was something like, oh, it fell off a truck. It still fell off a truck and it should be accounted for. This thing belonged to the military somewhere. It needs to they need to figure out where the fuck it came from. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> How do you get a rocket launcher? Really? Seriously. <laughs> but let's let's get out of gunland. I get into something a bit sillier. <laughs> It's time for the Jackass of the week. Florida man tries to trade weed for McDonald's. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) While going through the drive-thru of his local McDonald's, a 23-year-old man attempted to pay for his food with a bag of marijuana. Apparently he thinks that Florida still operates under some sort of a barter system, or maybe that's just the person at the... That the drive-through would just be cool with it. Um, apparently, he actually came back later, so I'm, I'm assuming with cash. Uh, they, you know, after they gave the description of the guy to the police, he was arrested for I think it was uh, basically possession. <laughs> I think it was probably like intent to distribute and things like that. Um, the hell! <laughs> I, and I, you know what? I can't even say that this surprises me. You know, because Florida, (laughs) it's not even a because Florida, because, and I think I've told the story here before, forever ago of when I was a restaurant manager, there was actually a case where we were cleaning up at the end of the night, we were closed down. And when, when, when they went to go clean the bathrooms at the end of the night, sitting on the sink in the men's room was a bag of pot. It's like a small bag. I don't know. I don't know what this, the size scale is. What what is what constitutes a small bag of pot or a large bag of pot? I don't know. What I do know is that the, per- the two people that were working with me both smoked weed. <laughs> and that was the gist of it. It was like, I knew they both smoked when they weren't working. And, you know, to be fair, my philosophy was always, if you're going to do drugs, don't let it affect your work. That was my rule. So... Anyway, I just said, you know what? I don't know anything about this. Make it disappear. I don't care what you do with it. <laughs> so I told him. The funny part of it was, the very, we knew who the last customer of the night was. So we knew that was the guy. Because, you know, they had cleaned the bathrooms before. And it was like, oh, then there was like one last customer. We knew who the last customer of the night was. We knew who had to have left the bag. We actually, like, first thing the next morning, this guy shows up right as we opened, walks in, goes straight into the bathroom, <laughs> like, dude, do you not think that we wouldn't have found it and gotten rid of it by now? Didn't ask any questions either, I it's like, okay, man, you find my weed last night? No, he wasn't that stupid, but the fact that the dude showed up first thing in the next morning, and beeline straight into the bathroom checked for obviously looking for his drugs and then left it was (laughs) so i I, you know people are dumb when it comes to drugs and weed you know i I say drugs it's it's like the lowest level of lowest level drugs but yeah when it comes to weed people are kind of dumb why would you why would you trade why would you not, if, if you're going to give it up for food, you could probably go and make more cash, just sell the shit, go sell it, then come back with the cash because I'm pretty sure you're going to get short changed. And how do they give you, how do they give you change on a bag of weed? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how to use weed as currency. Sorry. I have no reference for this. It's like, what are they going to do? Like break off some of it and give it back to you? What <laughs> Is this enough for a Big Mac? I don't know. (laughs) The hell? My God, people are dumb. (laughs) Either way, it goes without saying that uh, this particular uh, Florida gentleman is a jackass. Do we have time for one? I think we have time for one more promo. I've been kind of flying through stuff today. I think that's what happens when I actually prepare for the show. I go through it a lot faster. (laughs) So I am going to give you one more promo, and I will be right back with this week's recommended listening. I don't care that Paul Chomo already used it. I'm talking about Weird With You. Here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. <laughs> she interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at you. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, Kids die in the street all the time! So head on over to the TheUnwritableRant.com and listen to the show. Recommended listening. Hi, I'm Justine, the big Gamouche, And I'm Santiago, the the other Gamouche, And we're the hosts of Weird With You... A quirky podcast where every Wednesday we discuss a weird topic of conversation for your amusement. Like that time we talked about our unconventional celebrity crushes. Or when we ranted about working in retail hell. There was also some mention of plastic pants, snakes on planes, folklore, and something about beaver anal glands. And every so often, our old pal Chris Walken drops by to answer your questions. Never underestimate the power of a pocket square. It'll hypnotize you. Join us every week for new episodes on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and other podcatchers. And follow us on Twitter at weird underscore with you. Shadow for you. Weird with you. Previously mentioned, like I said, by Paul Chomo from Barments, And I mentioned at the time that he fucking stole it. And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to use it anyway because I love this show. And this is another one of those shows part of the Podfix network like uh more gooder than and recently uh, uh I shake my head with Lisa and Sam and a bunch of others. Um th- this just been around and it's one of those shows that why didn't I listen to this before? You know, it's one of those where the name has always been around. Especially if you do listen to More Gooder Than, you hear Santiago mentioned a lot. You hear Weird With You mentioned a lot. You hear them mentioned by Paul from Varmints. You hear, you hear them mentioned a lot in the shows that I listen to. Seems like everyone's in a big circle here. But I hadn't listened to it up until maybe the last couple of months. And it's one of those where, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to bring it up and then it didn't happen. And then Paul snaked it away and curse you, Paul. But yeah, their promo kind of sums it all up, right? They are quirky and they have some weird ass conversations and they're, if you want to compare it to anything else, I could almost say I could compare it to, um, like shut up a second from. Uh, sans pants radio where yeah they'll have a topic there will be a topic there will be a like a a, a an idea <laughs> but it's not necessarily all that well and one it's not necessarily all they talk about but then it'll turn into a whole other weird conversation but it will jump off and the the format of the show is basically they just start talking and they have this weird conversation like, hey, did you ever think about Beatles? You know, what What the, I'm I'm terrible at this, but, you know, did you ever, do you ever put cheese on toast? I don't, I don't, I'm, did I mention I'm terrible at this? And if I had, you know, right now and listening in front of me, I could probably come up with something, you know, use an example um, of something that they actually said, but I don't have that. But one that they actually... And then and then they go from this whatever-the-hell weird little chat. It's just a primer for the episode. And it usually has absolutely nothing to do with it. And they're like, oh. And they're like, you know what that reminds me of? Like, weird with you, the product And then they go to the whole intro and then they introduce themselves. And it's like, wait, what, what? Oh, yeah. Cold open. They've got the mother of all cold opens, really. Because... Yeah, (laughs) it just, it, it completely throws you for a loop, but what's, you know, what else is fun about it is that then they go into the real conversation. And one of the big ones lately was around Halloween Thanksgiving time is they went into this whole long spiel about, you know, all of the, the cereal, I think general mills, the cereal monsters like Count Chocula and Boo Berry and all that they decided, oh, we're going to take the entire serial universe and we're going to make a movie universe. And they basically created backstories for all of the serial monsters, including the ones that have since been retired that most people don't know about anymore. And they made this entire movie universe with these backstories and and inter-complicated relationships and really focused on the fact that um, Frank and Barry... I has, you know, has an ass for a head, but (laughs) (laughs) like, he looks like a monkey with an ass for a head. What the hell is it? But yeah, fine. But (laughs) there's a lot of focus on ass head. I don't know, but they ended up basically stretching that into two episodes because they got so much feedback on it. It was hilarious, but these are the kind of things they talk about. And again, you know, the whole bit with, you know, the, the voices, you know, they let's see. I'm gonna scroll through some of their stuff. Eating your grandmother's ashes. I think I remember. And it's kind of like they take the weird news shit that I talk about, and they just develop into these whole complicated things, like these, like all the toys that are like unicorn poop based toys. Yeah, that's a conversation. That's yeah, that's a thing, and but they they just make it so weird. Not that these aren't weird enough topics, but it's just so much fun. Just the weird, the weirdness that they talk about, and then they spin it into such a completely different way. And they put an angle on it that you probably can't see. You couldn't see this coming if you wanted to, but that's the best part because I mean, it's, It's just fucking hilarious. I don't have the words to actually describe this show other than to just say it's weird and it's hilarious. It's just weird ass, hilarious conversations about weird ass, hilarious topics that you probably wouldn't have thought of. And occasionally because he can do voices, voices pop up (laughs) and especially Christopher Walken who I, he just, he nails the Christopher Walken nuts it. And if, again, if you've ever listened to uh, More Gooder Than, you've heard him on there as Christopher Walken. So, anyway, you, you right there, listening right now, you've made it this far, you need to check out Weird With You. Because if you put up with my shit to any degree, you will find these guys hilarious. You will find them hilarious. And because I, I just like to laugh. That's it. It's just a great laugh. You need to listen to them because you want to laugh. Because laughing is good for you. Because. Because Patch Adams said so. Laughing is good for you. So check out Weird With You. Part of the Podfix Network at podfixnetwork.com. And of course, I will have the link to their stuff in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. And if that wasn't the uh, big enough little uh, transition there, <laughs> that is it for me this week. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for checking me out this week. Ooh, checking me out. Oh my God. I'm blushing. Sorry. <laughs> Leave me alone. I have no, I have no excuses for whatever the hell pops out of my head. but... <laughs> Thank you again for tuning in thank you for sharing the show because you're awesome and you share the show so that other weird people who are into weird stuff like you listening to me right now can check me out and listen to the weirdness and get all the fun recommendy stuff and listen to my ramblings about shit because you're awesome and you like sharing stuff Remember, you can subscribe to the show again at OddDeadOutPodcast.com. I've got some new stuff up there. I am now on Radio Public. Just throwing that out there. They don't pay me for that, although they could. But (laughs) remember, if you have a suggestion for a future recommended listening segment, send it along. And if you send me audio, ha 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 ha, if you send me your little recommendation in audio format, dun-dun-dun-dun, I will play it right here for you, dear listener, so you can hear your voice on the show, because you are awesome, and you if you do that sort of stuff. But again, follow me on all the social medias. Okay, mostly just the big three. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Odd Dad, Out. And email me, show at oddadoutpodcast.com. Give me those recommendations. Give me your hate mail or whatever the hell you feel like sending me. And until next week, I am still Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you and good night.